When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday night, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. Follow us online tonight, Facebook and Instagram, at Almost Famous Radio, our podcast, which you can find by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever podcasts are available, and streaming live tonight at 959WATD.com. Tonight, we're being joined on the tiny stage by an old friend, Mr. Jake Hill. How you doing tonight? Hey, John. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Welcome back. Yeah. So what's new in your world? Uh, you know, just been cranking out records, been writing a lot uh, during this, you know, COVID time. Uh, haven't been working much, so I've been writing a lot. And uh, I don't know, just been feeling good um, mentally for songs really since November, since before a lot of this happened. So I've been writing a, a really a, the most I've ever had in my whole life. Uh, this is my hottest streak I've ever been on. And I'm, I'm here to share some of that, and uh, thank you for having me. That's great, and I think this is the first time that you've been here without the band. Yeah, yeah. Well, How are the guys doing? They're doing great, you know, everybody's life happens a lot, and uh, they're all doing good, and we uh, haven't really got together much in the past few months, uh, because my music room is really small, but, uh, you know. Yeah, you can't do the six feet yeah, no, separation. No, and, you know, <laughs> we're, we'll just end up, like, hugging too much anyway, you know, just, it's okay. Normal circumstances, that's fine, but right. COVID, maybe not so much. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, you know, but I like to I like to write a lot on my own anyway, and uh, this has provided me a lot of good time for that. Yeah, I've you know, from the, the amount of interviews that I've been doing throughout this pandemic, it seems like there's more creativity now yeah. than there ever has been. For sure. There's just a lot of less stress on people, you know. Uh, normal day-to-day lives for especially, you know, full-time musicians – you're either gigging so much that you don't have any energy to write or you're, you know, doing another part-time job that's taking a lot of your uh, your physical energy and mental energy. Uh, it just kind of gets depleted and you only have so much to work with. And uh, I think people are just kind of realizing that a lot now. They're like, oh, wow, I feel a lot better just by doing less and uh, concentrating on the things that help you uh, write and uh, make better art. So it's it's an interesting, really interesting time. Now, music aside, how have you been adapting to the uh, what they're calling the new normal? Yeah, uh, well, we were. I was so I started uh, working at Main Street Sports doing the pizza back in February before all this started, and uh, I was kind of getting into a groove with that. And then you know, uh, the restaurants shut down and everything. We were doing takeout one day a week. We were doing Saturday nights, and uh, that was kind of you know, kind of gave us a direction on the week and uh, something to do. Uh, but that sort of fizzled out when people started having outdoor dining again. And uh, so now I'm I'm straight on unemployment for the first time in my life. Oh, boy. It's like, man, this is this is pretty dope. Uh, I wish they gave me this much money every week and I'd just, like, <laughs> keep to myself and, you know, write songs. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the new normal is ever forever changing for me. It's always been that way anyway. My life is... Uh, it's not hectic or chaotic, but sometimes mentally it can be. And, I understand. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I know you have uh, a new album out. I want to talk about that, but let's do a song first. Yeah, sure. So this is uh, the title track off of uh, the first of three EPs I put out this uh, in the past couple months. This song is called Oh, Arizona. All right. Jake Hill, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. My old Tucson mountains, I remembered you today Kenny was working on the roof, said he was just out that way Drove a Mount Lemon with Julie, the view took his breath away My old Tucson mountains, I remembered you today Oh Arizona, I miss you bad now and then that night in Patagonia Looking for old Jim Drinking tequila at the wagon wheel Hoping he'd walk in Oh, Arizona I miss you bad now and then 
Walking in the foothills She had a big stick for snakes I met her down in Mexico I believe her name was Kate She was on spring vacation And I was there with TJ Walking in the foothills She had a big stick for snakes Arizona, I miss you bad now and then That night in Patagonia Looking for old Jim Drinking tequila at the wagon wheel Hoping he'd walk in Oh, Arizona, I miss you bad now and then Living on university Sleeping out in the yard Too drunk to go inside Said we was counting stars Learning what it was That was worth living for Living on university Sleeping out in the yard Oh Arizona I miss you bad now and then That night in Patagonia Looking for old Jim Drinking tequila at the wagon wheel Hoping he'd walk in Oh, Arizona, I miss you bad now and then And that's Jake Hill on the tiny stage tonight 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How was that one written? Thanks, man. Well, that uh, a lot of these n- new songs are like really very uh, autobiographical in nature. And uh, in years past, I've you know I've been writing big whopper tales because that's just what was happening. But that song is straight up. Uh, my friend Kenny Braun from uh, KB Carpentry. He was literally working on the roof of the barn. He's like, "Hey, man, I was just out in Tucson." And that's where I went to college. I went to the University of Arizona, so I lived there for about five years. And uh, I have I haven't been back since uh, you know, ten, tw- uh, fifteen years ago since I left college. And uh, just all these thoughts just came rushing back to me. And I just after I had stopped the conversation with Kenny, I just went upstairs and wrote the song. And like five minutes, it was done. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's that's a good juice. So uh, yeah. Why did you choose to make these albums and these EPs more personal? Uh, I don't know. It just kind of happened that way. Um, the whole thing is we I had planned to do a big band record in April with Sean McLaughlin at 37 Foot Productions. And I had it all buttoned up. It was kind of, in my mind, it was sort of like it, it checked all the boxes, you know. Uh, all the songs were kind of cohesive in this sort of overarching uh, theme. And I was so ready, just we were rehearsing like crazy and then, you know, the pandemic shutdown stuff happened. So we had to, you know, switch gears just like everybody did. Uh, and then I was just kind of beside myself. I was just bombed. I was like, this, these songs are perfect. Like this record was just going to be slamming. It was so nice. Everything fit together, flowed together. But then I was like, but, you know, whatever. Got all this time. So I hit up Sean and just like I'm like, hey, can we do like some solo stuff? Just me and you in the studio, you know? It's not illegal. It's like, and uh, you know, whether it was or wasn't, I don't think so. Man. <laughs> you know, people are doing a you know two 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 guys in two different rooms. Uh, it's I think that was good. So I just started writing for that, and uh, these tunes just kept they just popped out, and I've just been yeah since March. I've written a lot, and a lot of them have just been super autobiographical. And I don't know. I feel like I've just kind of found my voice as a singer. I've, you know, I've been doing this stuff for 20 years. I've been in bands and playing music of different varieties for over 20 years now. And uh, I feel like I'm finally getting there, getting where I want to be. So it's, it's a cool thing for me. Now, this is your second project with Sean, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we did uh, our, the self-titled record. Back in 2007. Which, by the way, that's one of the best sounding Thanks. records I've ever heard. I love that record so much, man. Uh, we were going to, yeah, we're going to do it in the fall, hopefully get the the band back in there. Um, yeah, Sean's just awesome. He creates such a nice environment. He's such a wonderful man, and uh, I'm very blessed to be able to work with him. 
Now, is it true that 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 self-titled was completely live? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, we did some overdubbing, but that was that was live. That's that's live, you know, as live as it gets. Which makes your record sound awesome, I think. Yeah, it has an energy that can't be replicated with uh, technology, and you can really overthink things a lot with all these uh, tools and uh, gear and everything. It's like a throwback to those old, you know, the the yeah. classic rock yeah. days of singer songwriters when they just went in and yeah. did it right. You left had to have a tight band. Press it to vinyl. Yeah, a tight band, and uh, you know, take your craft seriously, and it should come out good if you're working with the right people. And you know, those those themes of music uh, will never go away with however much technology. I mean, I my the only thing I really have that's successful is very much technology based. So that's the J Kill and the Hustle Standard stuff. So, like, I'm definitely not a, a, a prude against any of the new modern stuff, but the old stuff, creating a vibration with your homies in a room is a is something that will never be able to uh, be replicated by technology, I think. I completely agree. Yeah. Talk about the uh, the new project. Is it, You said it's multiple EPs? Yeah, I did three. So it started just as one, and then I was writing more songs, and I just hitting up Sean, and he had so much of his work canceled and you know, delayed just like everybody in the world did. So uh, I was like, hey, let's do a next one next Friday. The first one took us like a couple hours, and we were just kind of putzing around, and it was really fun. And the second one, it was like it took like an hour. And I was just like nailing things first take. And then the, then the third one took like 45 minutes. Nice. <laughs> it was like 20 minutes of music. And know. where are those available? Those are all on all the streaming services. They're all up there. Uh, it's under Jake Hill, just the, not the band, just the solo. Me and another guy named Jake Hill uh, share that realm, but, uh, you know, we're a little different vibe. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's yeah. get some more music. What are we listening to next? All right. Let's do, uh, let's do Duxbury Cowboy. This I like another, the name of this. It's another true story. I wrote this about my friend, Dory Fontaine. Uh, he's a very cool man. Um, I had the privilege of going to his his farm in Duxbury a few times, and uh, he's, an, he's an old country singer, too, you know, he. He's the man. So I wrote this song about him. We were at his Christmas party, and I told uh, Larry, my drummer, that's actually like his uh, stepfather-in-law or something. Uh, I was like, man, I got this idea. I want to write this song called Duxbury Cowboy about Ori. And he's like, oh, man. Because, <laughs> you know, he's, he's a, it's, I don't know. I don't want to tell the whole story. I'll let the song explain it, I guess. I love it. Jake Hill, 95.9 WHD. It's all yours. Tupelo Hollow ain't in Mississippi It's a righteous place close enough to the sea Way back in the woods, far away from the street The beautiful farm growing New England peace Duxbury Cowboys sing sweet and deep Drives a Cadillac truck in an F-350 Duxbury Cowboys as nice as can be And in 2020 he'll turn 70 And in 2020 he'll turn 70 70 70 70 A horse named Primo Cause he's number one Out in the paddock Soaking up Duxbury's sun Henriette and Duke Are the goats hanging round Happiest goats In the prettiest town Duxbury cowboys Sing sweet and deep Drives a Cadillac truck In an F-350 Duxbury cowboys As nice as can be and in 2020 he'll turn 70 And in 2020 he'll turn 70 70 70 70 Well, Miles Standish left the Plymouth Colony and built him a house on Fontaine Street. Some may argue the proof of this for me. I was born to write hits, not history. 
Duxbury Cowboys sing sweet and deep Drives a Cadillac truck in an F-350 Duxbury Cowboys as nice as can be And in 2020 he'll turn 70 And in 2020 he'll turn 70 70 70 Jake Hill, 95.9 WATD. I like the yodeling there. <laughs> Thanks, you know. Very cool. Uh, that popped into my head. I'm like, oh, people like to sing that along. You know? People <laughs> love singing things that aren't too hard. Yeah. It's going to be cool when you uh, play that one live. Ah, Can't wait. Someday. Jake Hill is in our tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Where can people find you online? Uh, you know, I'm pretty active on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Jake Hill Internet. It's also my YouTube channel. I started a YouTube channel a little while ago. I'm really bad at it. I don't own a computer, so I just do everything from my cell phone, and I have to, like, bribe people to, like, do my computer work, <laughs> which works sometimes. Uh, you write a song about them, they do your <laughs> Yeah, your you stuff. know. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's all, uh, I don't know. Um, it's I'm going to get a computer soon, though. You know, this unemployment money's nice. You know yes, I, mean? I understand. Stacking. So it's, uh, it's good. I'm going to get a computer and be, like, a real adult soon. I might even start my own business. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Jake's Pizza. Yeah. Oh, I already, yeah, you know. We'll see. I want to get back to work and perfect my craft there, and then maybe we'll go somewhere else with it. But I don't know. I don't really like that much responsibility either. So share with us how you write. Are you lyric-based, melody-based? How do you usually compose your songs? A lot of it is usually lyric-based. Like I have something that will pop into my head or just something I'm thinking about or something that I read. Uh, just spark something, and then usually I, I translate it to guitar. But sometimes I'm fiddling around with the guitar, and I get a little melody, and I can kind of squeak a song out of that. Um, that's less often than uh, just sitting down to, to do the work. And, um, yeah, it's it's mysterious, man. That's why I keep showing up, and that's why I, I love this, uh, this craft, because it's, it's unknown how this actually works and ticks. Do you find that you find the songs or the songs find you? Uh, yeah, they, they find me for sure. And a lot of it is just, you know, it's just experience that's just built up or emotion that's built up or just something that really strikes you the right way uh, that just thinks, like, oh, that, that deserves a song, you know. And people, like, they always love joking, like, oh, you should write a song about that and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's funny, yeah. That's not really cool to me. Uh, and the stuff that I find cool is like, not like they're like, that's the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> so I just, you know, kind of keep to myself with that way. But are you, you usually know, a, a quick songwriter? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I'll, I'll kind of go over ideas in my head for like a long time, like a little melody patch or like a, uh, like a strong word. I've also just been like writing words down on paper, like especially with, with Duxbury Cowboy, actually. Uh, I had the idea of the song, and I knew I wanted to do it, and I just wrote it on a couple pieces of paper, like, around the house. So I'd just, like, kind of, like, be looking around, like, oh, yeah, Duxbury Cowboy. Like, let's let's do that. Let's finish that. So that was, uh, when it comes, when it comes, it's really, like, when the muse is in there, in the room with me, it's really something else, man. It's, like, the best drug in the world. It's just there. It's just pulsing through my veins, and I'm, like, I can feel it, and I know I'm on the right path, and then... And I've had this a couple times in my life, and a few of them have been in the past couple months. And I'm just like, I just finish the song, I stand up, and I just scream. I'm just like, yes! <laughs> did it! You you got it out of, I don't know, because, you know, like Bob Dylan says, he's like, I, I don't write my songs, I just write them down, you know? I, I don't know where it comes from. It comes from everywhere, you know? So, but when it hits, it's like, it's really, the, it's the best. It's just like, just adrenaline. It's really cool. How do you know when a song is finished? It just, it just, it lets me know. All right. It tells me. I don't know. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Hill is on our tiny stage on 95.9 WATD. We're up against our first break. We have a lot more to talk about, though, so stick around here on 95.9 WATD. It's almost famous. We're your radio station. The South Shores 95.9 WATD. 
Welcome back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Every Tuesday, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shea. Stream us live tonight at 95.9WATD.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And we're on the Tiny Stage tonight with Jake Hill. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Welcome back. Here we are. It's been a number of years. I think it's been at least, what, three or four years since Probably, you've been here last. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't doing much music for a little while. I just wasn't feeling it. I go, I'm so hot and cold with it. And you were the very first guest to appear on this show. That's right, dude. How Almost 10 years ago. 10 years Just about, yeah, about nine and a half. Yeah, here we are. Yep, exactly. Still kicking. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so uh, for those who might not be familiar with you, give an introduction. Yeah, well, my name is Jay Kill. I'm a singer-songwriter from Plymouth, Massachusetts. Uh, I've been doing this a long time. Um, just, I love songs. Uh, I love the craft of music and writing. And um, yeah, I just released... Three EPs in the past couple months uh, under under the COVID moon, as I'm calling it. That's not the name of the record, but I might press a vinyl and call it that. I like that. Yeah. So, that sounds cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we just did some solo stuff at uh, 37-foot productions in Rockland with Sean McLaughlin. And, uh, yeah, just just here to talk about those things. And, uh, yeah, those are available to stream anywhere you stream music. Uh, the first record's called Oh, Arizona. The second record is called 21. Because it was actually my 21st record I put out, uh, you know, with various groups. And just kind of, that was the number. I just thought, like, wow, that's weird. And then the third one is called God Bless. Very cool. Now, besides your solo stuff and the band stuff, you're involved in quite a few projects. Yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been uh, doing this a long time. I've been in bands since I was 15, and now I'm 30, nearly 37. So that makes it about 21, 22 years. Awesome. Which is just crazy, because I feel like I'm 15. But, yeah, you know, I'm not. My my back doesn't let me know that either, too. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Plymouth, too, because you kind of are one of the trailblazers of what's now the Plymouth music community. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, how would you describe that that scene? Because you know, every area, there's some areas of Massachusetts, like Cambridge and Somerville, yeah. they have a distinctive sound. Plymouth has a distinctive sound. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I never, never really thought of that. Plymouth is just, like, one of the best towns ever, man. You know, I've been all over the world, and I love Plymouth. I was born and raised here down in South Plymouth. Now I live in Chiltonville. Uh, it just has everything to offer, and uh, it's an inspiring place, and I'm really glad that other artists are being inspired, and people that grew up here or that now live here that are really just, you know, there's ocean, there's woods, there's wilderness, there's ponds, there's there's a, a vibrant downtown um, a whole, you know, kind of restaurant scene. It, it's it's the best, and uh, yeah, you know, Haley and Abby and you know Joey Eggs and the Forges and like there's all these guys that are uh, people that are just really writing really cool cool songs. And, it, and that's nice of you to say that Plymouth does have a sound because I think it does. And hopefully, if everything happens, you know, slowly and progressively, if uh, the Spire can reopen soon, they they've got some great talent coming in in and out of that place. And I know you were involved in the uh, the kind of the building of that place yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I was on the board for the first couple of years that it was open. I was involved with the opening of it with with Bob Hollis and all those guys. And that place is yeah, it was special. We played some really cool shows there. I kind of like fizzled out of my. Uh, uh, I'm not meant to be like on a board with other regular people. I know what you mean. I can't like I'm have, the same way. I haven't can't have regular conversations with regular people. I just end up flipping out. Uh, <laughs> so I had to relieve myself of those duties. But uh, I love all those people, and they're awesome. And what they're doing is super cool. And it's one of the coolest sounding rooms on the. I don't know. I think in the Northeast. Right? I would say for sure, absolutely. Yeah. It's an old church, so yeah. the natural acoustics are amazing. Yeah. yeah, and Gary, the sound guy, and Em McGee, they've been really. They've taken that uh, the the engineering side and the sound side, uh, and Johnny Farrell's been over there tuning the system and everything. Like, it's it just sounds divine. It's amazing. So yeah. We're Speaking of, of sounding divine, let's hear some more music. <laughs> what are we listening to next? Okay, uh, this is <laughs> this is kind of a song. Uh, this song is called "God Bless Us All." We're all God's children. Uh, sounds like a religious song, but it's kind of a little bit tongue in cheek. But uh, I got nothing but love for everybody in the world so uh this uh song came about i've been thinking about this line for many years back when i worked uh tile with jeff monska like i don't know for a couple of years there was this one plumber on some of the jobs who was particularly 
a particularly colorful language. <laughs> and uh, he, just, he just said, like, the coolest stuff. And I actually stole one of these lines from him. Just don't forget the FCC is listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they always are. I'm, I'm way too boring for them to care about me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the song's called God Bless. It's off my last record. All right, Jake Hill, 95.9 WATD, The Tiny Stage is Yours. You had a bad day Your truck blew up Your lunch was in your truck You had a bad day You need some help But your friends all moved Oh, they hate your guts you had a bad day God bless us all We're all God's children God bless us all We're one and the same God bless us all We're all God's children We're all just circling, circling the drain You had a good day You fell in love with a bagel shop gal You had a good day You bought her a ring She brought you a bagel She smells like fresh bagels You had a good day God bless us all We're all God's children God bless us all We're one and the same God bless us all We're all God's children We're all just circling Circling the drain You ought to thank God By all of his names Someone might get mad You ought to thank God You pray to the ocean You pray to the woods Right hand on a bagel You ought to thank God God bless us all We're all God's children God bless us all, we're one and the same God bless us all, we're all God's children We're all just circling, circling the drain Jake Hill, 95.9 WATD on the Tiny Stage Quite possibly my favorite opening line to a song ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> Thanks, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's a far out song. I'm glad it glad it came out. <laughs> so it doesn't offend too many people. Very nice. Now, what which uh, the EP is that one on? That one's on God Bless. Okay, that's which kind of, I figured that. Yeah, that's the uh, kind of the title track. Uh, yeah, my boy Steve Holt. Uh, he kind of picked all the title tracks for this. He did all the album artwork and uh, the videos and. Uh, He's a he's a genius, so I let him kind of like pick it. I was just like I had all these songs. I'm like, oh, these are just my weird little songs. He's like, no, these are sick, man. This is a thing. So uh, it's been really fun to work with him as always. So you're working in the studio outside. The world is in complete chaos. Yeah. How many are these kind of like one and done type things, or did you do multiple takes in each song? Oh, dude, honestly, the last re- the on God bless, I only did a couple of takes of like one song. They're all first takes. It's just, you know, it's just acoustic. We just did it just as bare bones, folky as it can be, just acoustic guitar and voice, which is, you know, if you got it, you got it. And uh, we were kind of, we, we had a good sound going, so we were just like, all right, let's not mess it up too much. So, yeah. One thing I've always been interested uh, in knowing, I've known you for a while now, and I, I don't think I've ever asked you this, is your influences. Who did you grow up listening to and who are you listening to currently yeah i mean honestly growing up uh i didn't have many influences i didn't really grow up in a musical house nobody in my family or even extended family has an ounce of musical uh, ability or even really interest 
and it's not for that they don't like music. It just wasn't really a huge part of uh, the, the sound of me growing up. It was probably just me just like freaking out because I was like the most hyper little kid ever. But I started playing saxophone in the third grade because um, I heard they did like the the band teacher did like the uh, just kind of like played the instruments and I heard the saxophone I was like oh it just something it woke something very deep inside of me uh, and I did that played that till uh, about till high school and then I started playing the bass guitar and then I was I was very heavily influenced by like pop punk and uh, that was kind of my first uh, real real like passionate music music that you know in my teenage years and we had a band called left out that was uh actually my first band was a skako pass it was a ska band i played the baritone sax nice yeah and that was uh and then that kind of like morphed into this like pop punk trio kind of like a sort of like a blink 182 type vibe uh and then i went to college in arizona and that's where i found folk music i never really it wasn't wasn't interested in it or never really even heard it until i was about 20 years old uh, my friend cody harple he kind of he showed me showed me and it really it's it sparked something in me as well and i was like oh yeah this is really cool it's kind of just like adult version of pop punk songs you know it's like three chords and the truth and uh yeah so it's just been rolling my influences now i mean like Towns Van Zant, I have a you know my tattoo on my arm is a Towns Van Zant lyric. He's a huge influence on me, and also uh, the great bards like John Prine, who uh, recently passed because of COVID. Uh, John Prine has been a huge influence on me uh, ever since I was about twenty, and just the simple, you know, writing of those simple songs and make them interesting, and people will uh, be will gravitate towards them if uh, if it if it's good enough uh, or whatever and also like Tom T. Hall is a huge influence on me just as a storyteller and uh, his ability to you know cram a, a lot of information in a two minute song without you know really alienating anybody and um, but the, yeah honestly in a lot of modern music I listen to a lot of modern music nowadays just like you, you'd be surprised like with some of the, the stuff I listen to a lot of hip hop and a lot of like very aggressive, uh, like hardcore music. If I'm in the mood, uh, you know, just I just like listen to the people that are really going for it and uh, that are just crazy about music. And there's so many stories too that, that yeah. can get lost if you're not paying attention. Right, right. And uh, yeah, it's all about how much you want to give it. You know, uh, so I've given it a lot in the past twenty years. So it's now starting to feel like it's uh reciprocating which is really nice awesome we have jake hill in studio tonight let's do some more music what are we yeah. listening to next all right let's do uh i touched on it earlier i've started my well through through music i've uh learned to work in kitchens because you have to supplement your income a lot of the time uh and that's full of you know food and crazy people so i'm like oh that's kind of cool that's my that's my jam. So I actually got two great. I started making pizza at Main Street Sports, and I got this was one of my first like kind of quarantine songs. I just had this idea. Uh, the song is called Pizza Man. All right, I like the name. Jake Hill, ninety five nine WATD. It's all yours. I am a pizza man. Dough, sauce, and cheese. I am a pizza man. Pepperoni dreams You can make it in a circle A square or a heart Deep dish, thin crust Whichever way is smart What you are making Is an act of love Proof that God approves of us gift from above I am a pizza man dough sauce and cheese I am a pizza man pepperoni dreams I am a pizza man dough sauce and cheese I am a pizza man with pepperoni dreams 
where it was invented is up for discussion where it was perfected still up and coming something to believe in something to give us hope if I had a million bucks I'd build a pizza boat whoa I am a pizza man dough sauce and cheese I am a pizza man pepperoni dreams I am a pizza man dough sauce and cheese I am a pizza man pepperoni dreams One day I hope to be in the Hall of Fame With Papa Gino, Little C's, Domino and the whole gang I'll wear my pizza tie to the induction ceremony I'll cry a pizza tear when they say my crust was so buttery I am a pizza man Dough, sauce, and cheese I am a pizza man Pepperoni dreams Oh yeah I am a pizza man Dough, sauce, and cheese I am a pizza man Pepperoni So what is the secret to a really good pizza? <laughs> Fermentation. All right. <laughs> technique, man. It's all about technique. It's all about love. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So I know before pizza, you were baking uh, bread at, at some restaurants, yeah. too. Was it driving you crazy to see all these pictures of people making bread at home throughout it, the whole quarantine? It made me feel so good, man. I was just like, because that stuff brought me so much joy and like in such weird uncertain times like people were you know there was no yeast left in the grocery stores and all the flour was sold I was like man I love this because it brings you a lot of joy especially once you once it starts clicking and it's not hard anymore yeah it's just like oh man and you're 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 nourishing yourself and that's what it's all about we we lose track of that a lot you know everything's like we got don't have time to eat and all this stuff it's like what do you have time to do man are you just gonna work 50 hours a day I don't know. It must be, you know, kind of along the same lines as, you know, when you finish a really good song to see somebody, yeah. you know, finish baking something that yeah. they really worked hard on. Right. And you can, yeah, it nourishes you. It nourishes your soul or your body. Like it's, baking and songwriting are, to me are like so similar. It's like kind of scary uh, because it's like, it's very technique driven. It's really about like, care and focus and i mean obviously they're vastly different but are they you and know? it's almost like you never bake the same way twice no no i mean that and if if it does then that then it becomes mechanized and then it's like it's just something that's made by a machine which is something that can happen with songs as well but the the human touch is something that will never go out of style and the more we do get mechanized the more people are gonna uh go back to those those uh, nostalgic feelings that are just better for you. And uh, I love that. I'm glad you mentioned earlier uh, John Prine because that yeah. last song kind of re- kind of yeah. reminded me of a John Prine type song or absolutely. like a Shel Silver- Silverstein type yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Where, and those are you know the, the rare artists who they can write a song like that and it's not necessarily a novelty tune. Yeah, yeah. It's hopefully, you know, that uh, I'm very flattered that you said that. Um, I feel like after John Prine died that I needed to actually work harder. Like, because I feel like I have, I don't have this, nobody will ever have the same ability as him. He was just absolutely one of the most gifted writers of all times. But, but I'm weird enough, you know, and I'm, uh, I have, I have the guts to like say weird stuff and like kind of make people feel uncomfortable. And then like in doing that, it's like they become comfortable with you being a weird guy you know yeah like we you know we lost a huge light when he yeah. passed away but we, you know people like you and yeah up and coming aspiring songwriters yeah. they can you know carry that torch yeah. and and you know not you know completely 
yeah. fill in that that void. But at the same time, they can they can come pretty close. Yeah, and you know, and if and if a hundred people are doing it, you know, that's a lot more energy than than one man. But he was a mighty man, and uh, he wrote so many amazing songs, and uh, he taught us all, you know, the the, the beauty and simplicity, and uh, you know, the 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 humility and the truth, uh, and just yeah, hey, let's just. Yeah, he's, he's just the best, man. Jay West, go a couple steps back when we were talking about how you write songs, the songs just kind of come to you. But how do you continue to keep your songwriting fresh and keep your ideas fresh? Yeah, I mean, it's not always fresh. And like that's like, you know, I haven't been here in like three or four years. And I was kind of just like, I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about music. Uh, or I wasn't actively pursuing it or something. It, it just it comes and goes it ebbs and flows and you got to be comfortable with that and a lot of people get freaked out when the their ability isn't there or they're not spending enough time uh working on the craft and the craft is it's such it's a mysterious thing and you know especially like you know your partners and your the people that you work and live with like they'll never really truly understand it unless they're real songwriters and i, I say real that's such a it sounds so pompous but I mean, I know who's like a who's in it for entertainment and who's in it for because they have to, and uh, it's just like you have to you have to prime the pumps, you know. No, those downtimes are not downtimes. Just because you're not cranking out a song a day or a song a week, is not, uh, you're you're absorbing, you're living life, and writing is about what you have done in life and what you have experienced and what has influenced you and inspired you. And to be able to write a little nugget of that truth is that's what a song is. And it comes at very strange times and um, it's hot and cold. And that's what keeps it interesting. And that's why I'm still very much in love and uh, enthralled by the process 20 years later. With all the various projects that you're involved in, do you ever find yourself inspiring or influencing yourself? Uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry, man. But like, I'll listen to some of the old stuff, like that I did with Charlie Hustle, the Hustle Standard stuff. And I actually recently listened to the record that I made with Haley Sabella, the Billington C record. I love that album. That that, that EP. EP is so good, man. And I hadn't listened to it in like four years. And you know, because it's hard to, especially when we recorded that. Like we were staying at Jim Betts's house with like with Will Mallet and all those guys. We we're staying down the road and. You know, we're partying a good amount and, like, I'm just in the studio with Josh Ray and, like, these guys are super tight. Like, they do a lot. A lot of their work is, like, uh, they do a lot of Christian music, uh, like, and it's really, really high-end stuff. And they're super dialed in. And, you know, just, like, me just, like, rolling in there with Haley. It was just, like, we I didn't even know how it really sounded. Uh, and But now I just recently listened to it and, like, it did inspire me. But it didn't feel like it was my work or or it was the combination of, I don't know, but that's like you know, things that become so old or they're, they're not in your like conscious uh, music making parts. And yeah, you can inspire yourself, which is, yeah, that's a t- tough question, but thanks for asking that. No, of course. <laughs> that, that, that's what I love about music and yeah. what, I love about, what I love about interviewing people like you. Yeah. That's weird, man. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's cool. Let's do some more music. What are we listening to next? We have two more songs. Uh, two more songs. Okay, I'm going to do my uh, my next. I, so I got another song about working in a kitchen uh, in the past. You're making me hungry, man. Yeah, oh, I'm starving. Yeah. But uh, so this song is called Them Kitchen Boys. And uh, I wrote it on like kind of the first hot day of this summer. Just think, and I wasn't, wasn't working in a kitchen, but I, I have worked a lot of days. And it's just, it's unbelievably hot. Especially days like today where we got here at 5 o'clock, it was 95 degrees out. That means in a kitchen it's going to be very hot. So I kind of wrote this song as kind of a, a tribute to everybody that works in kitchens. And, you know, they were, they were out of work for a long time. And it's like there's just millions and millions of people that work in kitchens all over the all over the world. But just in America, it's just like some of these people are – you know, the most celebrated people in like uh, in pop culture now, you know, some of these mega chefs, these super celebrity chefs. And then like and most of the work is getting done by like these people that are making minimum wage. And sometimes they're not, you know, legal 
of residents or whatever. And it's just like, this is, but that's really what makes the world go around. And it was what makes this country tick. And I thought that everybody that worked in the kitchen really deserved a song. And, uh, I got this one. It was one of those ones that came really quick. And at the end of it, I was, I was shouting, shouting by myself. I, f- I just, I, I had to, I was just so happy that it happened. And uh, this song is called Them Kitchen Boys. All right. Jake Hill, 95.9 WATD. The tiny stage is yours. We them kitchen boys and we're hot and we're hungry. Summertime kitchen is 140. Like a pack of dogs on a waitress sandwich. Order up, order up, order up. Friday is broke, cause Jimmy's a dummy, but he's still my dog and he still sells me green. Davy banged in, cause he gotta do it. We're picking him up from jail after work. We them kitchen boys and we're hot and we're hungry. Summertime kitchen is a hundred and forty. Like a pack of dogs on a waitress sandwich Order up, order up, order up There's a new waitress and I've never seen her At any old place around the South Shore Timmy said he heard she might be a stripper But she gave it up when she came to work here we them kitchen boys and we're hot and we're hungry Summertime kitchen is 140 Like a pack of dogs on a waitress sandwich Hold her up, hold her up, hold her up Well the owner is sitting out there at T5 Got a girl with him and it ain't his wife God bless this one with red hair and freckles Every superman has a crib tonight We them kitchen boys and we're hot and we're hungry Summertime kitchen is a hundred and forty Like a pack of dogs on a waitress sandwich Order up, order up, order up Well, I took this job Cause I needed money For cigarettes and gas For my new motorbike Mom says it's dangerous But isn't that funny Considering how dull She keeps her own knife We them kitchen boys And we're hot and we're hungry Summertime kitchen is 140 like a pack of dogs on a waitress sandwich Order up, order up, order up Order up, order up, order up Order up, order up, order up Love it. Jay Kill, 95.9 WATD. Making me even more hungry in here. <laughs> Great job, man. Thanks, Thank brother. you so much. Thanks, dude. We are up against our final time out of the night. We have time for one more song, though. Does that work for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do, uh, I don't know. Can we do a John Prine song? Yeah, I love it. We'll do it after the break, right All here right. on 95.9 WATD, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. The South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. I'm John Shea. Follow us online, Facebook, and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. We have a podcast, too. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD, wherever podcasts are available, or at almostfamousradio.com. And for the final time tonight, we're being joined on the tiny stage by Mr. Jake Hill. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm doing great. Thank you again for making this happen. Thank you so much for all you do. Uh, you've been doing this show for like 10 years for all of all of us little guys out there, and uh, we really appreciate it, John. Well, my pleasure. We uh, Before we get too much further, share with us your online information. Okay, yeah. I'm uh, on Instagram at jkillinternet, uh, and on Facebook, uh, jkill and jkill and Deep Creek, uh, and uh, 
YouTube is Jkill Internet as well. Awesome. And uh, plug the EPs. Yeah. So I just did three new EPs uh, in this COVID time. Um, first one is called O Arizona. Uh, second one is 21. And the third one is called God Bless. And those are available anywhere you stream or consume music. Fantastic. And uh, before we let thing, before we uh, finish things up, please uh, say hi to the band for me. I miss those guys. I sure will, man, for sure. What are we closing out with? Uh, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a John Prine tune uh, in respect to one of the greatest songwriters to ever live, uh, Mr. John Prine. The song is called Souvenirs. All right, Jay Kill. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Ninety five nine WATD. It's all yours. All the snow has turned to water. Christmas Day is coming gone Broken toys and faded colors Are all that's left that lingers on well, I hate graveyards and old pawn shops For they always bring me tears Can't forgive the way they robbed me of my childhood souvenirs. Memories that can't be bought and can't be won at a carnival for free. It took me years to get those souvenirs. Now I don't know how they slipped away from me Broken hearts and dirty windows Make life difficult That's why last night and this morning Look just the same to me well, I hate reading old love letters For they always bring me tears I can't forgive the way they robbed me My sweetheart souvenirs Memories that can't be bought And can't be won at a carnival for free It took me years to get those souvenirs Now I don't know how it slipped away from me